This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Engadget. Here's what's happening in the world of technology. It's Monday, November 1st. Large tech companies may soon have to pay significant taxes no matter what tax loopholes they had before. BBC News reports G20 leaders have reached an agreement that would set a global minimum tax rate of 15% for large companies. The long-in-the-making deal should be official as of today, October 31st, and would be enforced starting in 2023. The U.S. originally pitched the concept to prevent companies from using creative accounting, such as the double Irish arrangement to avoid paying most of their taxes in the country. Other countries embrace the idea, though, and the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, OECD, told CBC News the move could rake in about $150 billion from corporations around the world. The deal could discourage tech giants like Amazon, Apple, Google, Meta, and Netflix from relying on loopholes to maximize their profits. If the deal collects the promised money, governments could better fund public services and help tackle problems like climate change. There are numerous criticisms, however, and not just from those who generally oppose higher taxes. Oxfam, for instance, blasted generous carve-outs that protected some income and take 10 years to phase out. The pro-equality group also claimed the deal was extremely limited and would affect fewer than 100 companies while generating little money for poorer countries. The arrangement might beat the status quo for G20 nations, but it won't necessarily address some outstanding concerns. And Roblox is finally returning to normal after a nearly three-day outage. The gaming platform's developer said it was incrementally bringing regions back to service after having pinpointed the cause roughly three hours earlier. The company had a possible candidate on October 30th, but didn't narrow it down until a day later. The company didn't detail the cause, but had previously ruled out particular experiences or partnerships. Some had blamed the outage on a Chipotle promo that launched half an hour before the failure took place on the evening of October 28th. Whatever the reason for the outage, it may have had a lasting effect. Roblox has over 40 million daily users and has been home to major concerts in recent months. That could leave more than a few frustrated kids, not to mention parents and creators, wondering about the long-term reliability of the platform. If you want to catch the latest tech news as it's happening, check out Engadget.com or tune in again every weekday. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. 
You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.